You're listening to the Beats and Bars podcast hosted by Battle Beats. This podcast is out there to shine a light on the most slept on and underrated rappers and producers. Hey guys, what's up? It's Battle Beats here with the Beats and Bars podcast. We are joined today with a very special guest. He's really talented and you are going to love what he's got to say. His music is really good. Uh, we've got Triton K. How's it going, bro? I'm doing well, man. How are you making out? I am making out good, making out good. Just been making beats. Um, and then now I'm doing the podcast, so it's it's pretty good. Can't really complain, really. It's been a good day. Up at all hours. Yeah, up up late. It's, whilst this is recording, I'm UK. It's 10 p.m. Whereabouts are you from? What state are you from again? I'm from uh, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. so you're, you're East Coast, so it's not it's not so bad. But uh, Yeah, no, I'm showing midday right now. Yeah, yeah, nice. At 7 p.m. or anything. Yeah, you know, if um, if I start to slow a little bit, it's probably because I haven't had enough um, enough tea today. You know, get me uh, the caffeine boost. But That's it is, deprivation kicking in. Yeah, it is all good. <laughs> but anyway, do you want to just tell us a bit about yourself, where you... Uh, when you really, when you got into music, how long you've been rapping and stuff like that, just so the the listeners can get to know a little bit about you. Yeah, so um, I never really wanted to like make music originally. I wanted to be a teacher, and I always kind of idolized. Like I would listen to like Eminem or Joyner Lucas or anyone else, like Immortal Technique, and I would always kind of dream about making music. Because I just, mm-hmm. I feel like it's such a personal, intimate thing. And I wanted to be a teacher really only to help students and stuff. Yeah. And I figured helping them directly with music would be a better platform to do that. Um, so I started rapping probably like later in high school. I would say maybe junior year. I started just like writing random punchlines and bars just like in a notebook with like no beat or anything. And um, senior year, I started to like work at it more, but probably only about a year ago, I really started to buckle in and put stuff on Spotify and actually try to like hone, hone the craft really, not just trying to do it for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably nice. a couple of years in the making so far. That is cool. I, I was um, listening to music last week and a bit this week, and um, it was really cool. And, uh, I think I think what's really cool about your music on Spotify is all all the beats are like really different, but then yeah. um, that that is like a really good thing because it shows how like versatile you are as a as a rapper. Appreciate and, it. And um, you know, I just I just absolutely love your song "Let It All Show." I think. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, no man. I think it's sick. When I was um, listening through, I was like, "Damn, this beat is sick!" Like, I really enjoyed the beat. And then, I, and then when you came in, I was just like, "Bro, this is just like a match made in heaven. It is just sick." So, for everyone listening, go and check out that song. Uh, it is just, it is just sick. But um, thank you. What um, what made you really want to try rapping on a bunch of different beats? Because I know for a lot of people. They're just like, right, I'm just going to go on the baby type beats because that's what I'm best at. I'm just going to do boom bat. You know, what, what yeah. made you want to mix it up a little bit? I would say um, the one thing that I always loved in other artists was um, the versatility. I really don't 
Like, I'm all for people who find their pocket and they just want to ride that until it dies. But I would love to make music so that I can reach as many people as I can. And I'm not going to reach as many people just rapping on boom bap beats or like faster, like hi-hats and like a trap type beat. So I kind of wanted to um, just kind of test myself. It really started when I was um, trying to learn how to mix. So I would kind of just like write a verse to a beat I found and liked, and then I would like kind of just record it here and mix it myself. And I kind of just pick beats at random because I was like, let me just try to see if I can rap on a slower beat or a faster beat because I feel like at the end of the day, if I can only be good on one type of instrumental, then how good am I in general? Mm -hmm. And I'm very competitive and hip hop's kind of more of a competitive thing. So I want to be able to hop on any type of track and body it regardless. So that's kind of what pushed me to try to transform into a bunch mm. of different beats. So That's cool. I like that because there's not enough artists who have got that versatility. And I just think that's great. What, um, what sort of artists initially, I know you mentioned that you liked Eminem and stuff, but is there anyone in particular that you like to mirror your style with in a little not copying, but taking sort of inspiration from them in your sort of style of rap? Um, I would say I really don't have a one particular person that I saw and I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to try to go for. I honestly would say I'm kind of a combination of like Whit Lowry. He was very um, influential when I started rapping. So I loved how personal and emotional he was with a bunch of his um, songs and topics. But I also loved, like, the heavy-hitting, grimy stuff with, like, R.A. the Rugged Man and Immortal Technique and stuff like that. So I wanted to try to combine the two for the most part. Um, Because, like I said, I want to be able to write a song like um, Let It All Show or Glass of Water and then flip to a different song like Back With The Wrath or anything like that. Like I have a song releasing soon that it's just pure, it's, it's boom bap, it's just in your face, it's like disrespectful. So yeah, probably probably a mix of those guys. Yeah, that's cool. I hear, you know, I always hear that, you know, don't be a copy of someone, but find who you like, take from them and then blend it all together so then it's exactly. like a unique style that one which you clearly have, um, which is really cool. But you're saying that you wanted to be a teacher. What did you want to teach? See, that's why I didn't become a teacher because I didn't really know because ah. I hate school. Mm -hmm. I just, I wanted to be in that position to help kids, you know, with whatever they're going through. I figured that, you know, I see what my teachers do wrong and then I could see what they do well and then try to mesh all that together it kind of goes with like taking your influences with music or anything else mm. now like you know if i'm not going to be in the the field of teaching just because i love teaching students and in like a class setting i probably shouldn't pursue it because i feel like then i wouldn't be doing the kids that i would want to help a service i feel like i'd be doing them kind of a disservice if i go in there just because it's like oh, I like the idea of teaching, but I actually don't want to hop in the arena and stuff mm. like that. But Nice. Yeah, I know. 
So are you, um, are you uh, in college or you uh, got, you know, got a day job just working around your music? Or? Yeah. So I ended up, I didn't really go to college just because I don't really like school mm-hmm. and I didn't really have any idea of what I would do. So I really didn't want to just go there just to go there. And, um, you know, like all the different factors coming because like with the money and everything like that. And I have a day job right now and working a certain amount of hours to be able to like pay for bills and stuff like that just didn't really align with going to college for a certain amount of time. So ultimately I chose to do the day job and work on my music because I'd rather feed something I'm more passionate about than I think that's the, I think good. that's the good thing. I think that's the best thing to do because I didn't go to college. We call it uni- university because um, yeah. what you guys call high school, we call college. So um, when I say college, um, I'm going to mean university, but I didn't go because at the end of the day, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I mean, this is going back eight years. So I was, I'm 26 now, eight years ago, I was like, I could have gone to uni and I was like, there's no way I'm going to go because one, I don't want to get in 40 grand's worth of debt. Two, two, I don't know what the hell I'm going to study. And three, because I wanted to do music so much, I literally just like didn't pay much attention in school because I, you know, I could have got better grades. I could, but I wasn't, I didn't care about it. I wasn't passionate about it. Um, So I didn't put the effort in. Whereas like if I'm making music or I'm doing something else, I'm like all in and I'm like going for it and I put all the effort in. One funny story is that, that sort of adds to it. So um, I've worked in like hospitality all my life, like working in hotels, restaurants, events. And about five years ago, I started studying wine and then I got really crazy into wine. Like um, <laughs> It was, it was, yeah, and I just learned so much about wine in such a short amount of time. I did an exam and I got uh, the top marks and like, I was really like passionate about it. So I put a lot of effort into it and it made me think, damn, if I actually like was this passionate about like maths and English and science and all that crap at school, I'd, right. you know, I could probably have done a lot better. Maybe I'd be getting a bit of a better paid job right now. But <laughs> music was what I you know, wanted, was passionate about. So all I wanted to do... I used to play like music every night after school in band and stuff. So I was just like, I'd rather just like chill at school than go and do what I want to do. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what it was like for me. And, and, yeah, yeah. I kind of struggle with the same thing. Like I feel like I don't become interested in many things, mm-hmm. but the few things I do become interested in, I kind of engulf myself in. Like, when I was younger, like, it was just, like, something small, like, solving a Rubik's Cube. I would, like, become obsessed with it. And then, like, you know, I'd get really good at it and kind of just, like, set it down. And then magic tricks. <laughs> Pick Are you it good up, at magic tricks? At it. Hmm? Are you good at magic? I mean, not anymore. I was doing it. I broke my collarbone in, like, eighth grade. So I was, like, shut in for the summer. So I was just, like, solving Rubik's Cubes, like, watching David Blaine. So it was kind of it was kind of a tough <laughs> summer, but nice. No, I feel like that's a struggle that a lot of people face. Is that because I feel like a lot of people are better at most things and they give themselves credit for, and it's all about just finding what you want to apply yourself to. And I feel like a lot of people kind of just like pick random things just because, oh well, this is the next step that I got to do. But mm. 
yeah ultimately choose whatever definitely so you i you said i've been seeing um on your instagram and you just mentioned there that you've been working on your mixing of your own music mm-hmm. what was that yeah. what was that like because have you have you previously like paid producers to mix it for you have you always been mixing your own stuff and putting it out and trying different things and so originally so i ne- i've never mixed a single that i've released to spotify usually um i have this one guy that i'll i've gone and recorded at his um his place and usually i'll just send him like i'll record here and i'll send him the files and he'll kind of just mix it and then send it back to me but um i really just wanted to learn how to do it myself because you know, obviously with anyone going back and forth through text and other stuff like that, it takes time. And especially like he doesn't exactly know what my vision is and I may not exactly know how to relay that to him. So I would rather be able to do everything myself, even though it may take a little bit longer for me to mix it or to learn how to do everything than just count on someone else to kind of shape my sound. So, yeah, it was ultimately that. I think that, I think that's a good idea. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think um, you might get a better product if you use a producer, but definitely, I think I think what's really cool is that you've said you've decided right. I want to learn how to do it, and yeah, it might take a bit longer, but at the end of the day, that means that you're learning another skill as well, and then that means yeah. that you could you know that could open up so many opportunities for you. You know, because that then you're becoming the engineer. You're not just becoming the rapper. You're becoming an engineer, and you've, right. you know you've got a good ear as well. So you know that could put you in you know in a lot of good positions if you keep honing in that skill and learning. I saw that you was doing the uh, Slate All Access Pass. Uh, no, the Slate yeah. Academy. Um, I watched a bunch of those videos and I learned loads. What did you find them to be like? Honestly, I love them. Like. I saw his like little ad. He was flipping an egg and he was like messed it up and he was talking about it was like free for like 90 days. So I was like, why not? Let me just go check it out. And I was watching um his tutorial with I think it was Cameron Cardi, I believe his name was. He was just talking about mixing hip hop and he was mixing the Kevin Gates song. Is he the guy song. from Louisiana? I think so. Yeah, yeah. And um I just got so much value out of that one video. And I saw they had like six or seven other videos that would apply to what I'm doing. So I was like, let me just try it. And especially I follow along better if I'm using like the same plugin that they're using in the video. Mm-hmm. Cause when I started it, I did, I still didn't like fully comprehend, like, you know, I I'd see a compressor from like waves and then I see a compressor from like sound toys or something like that. And in my head, I would have trouble kind of like, how would I do the same thing with this one, with this one? But now I kind of know more about everything, like what a threshold is and what releases and attack and all that stuff. So now I feel a lot more comfortable with going from plugin to plugin without just like memorizing patterns on the plugin of, oh, I know what this knob does and I know what this knob does. So I feel like I'm a lot more versatile now that I know and I've watched all those videos and played with their plugins and everything else. So definitely happy. I decided to go with it. Nice. Do you have this subscription to get the plugins? Cause they're sick. Yeah, dude. I, I love them. I, I love the, the virtual mix rack. Yeah. 
It's, I literally put it on it. I literally put it on everything. Like, right. you know, you've got, say you've got a raw vocal, you just find a preset for like warm vocals or, you know, pop vocals or whatever. And instantly it just sounds way better. It, yeah, it, it sounds amazing. It, and then obviously I'll go in and tweak it and, and stuff like that and add a few things. What I found is that because I use the virtual mix track on almost every um, beat and mix I do, and it's almost on every instrument. Um, my my computer's getting really warm when I'm doing it. Um, but I'm finding that it just adds like a whole nother level of like warmth and richness to the sound of the song. Um, just because they're the plugins are like analog emulated, so they're meant to like give that feel that proper yeah. $3,000 compressors give. So I definitely notice a difference from using them plugins and it's super cheap as well. Like I'm paying like yeah, 10, right. 10 bucks a month and then it's going to go up to 15. So what I'll probably do from now on is pay once it's up, I'll pay annually, but that'll be next year, but they're just so sick. So if anyone's actually wanting to get into mixing, get the slate all access pass because the plugins, even if you just pop a preset on there and do a few tweaks, it's going to sound amazing. But uh, yeah. yeah, they're perfect. So when's your next song coming out? Is this the one you've mixed? Yeah, this is the one I mixed. Um, I don't have an exact date for it. I'm still, uh, I'm trying to do a lot more with it than other releases. Like I'm trying to work on a lyric video for it and some other type of videos. Like I'm gonna probably gonna do a how I mixed. Um, the song's called Pedestal. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for it. Like I'm still working on the cover art. Um, shout out to my girlfriend Haley. She does all my covers. Um, she's awesome. But um, is she yeah, there in the just, corner, like making sure that you gave her a shout out? Yeah, a little gun to my head. But no, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, she she's awesome. She she's amazing. I really Good. appreciate everyone, really that supports me. Even just in my house, like shout out to my sister Madison. She's amazing. Like I I was actually telling her that I was gonna come on the podcast, and she was like so excited. She was so stoked. So. It's really nice. important to kind of have a good group around you. Yeah, and it, what your your setup looks pretty cool. I know that you've you know you've got a little sofa down there, and you know you got your speakers, your foam, and things. It's really looking a little bit like a little professional home studio. So what, yeah, thank you. Thank how did you. how did you start getting that set up then? Are you in a basement? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm making music in the basement. So it really started. I I started out on this like little Samsung USB like. It's probably no bigger than a lighter. Mm-hmm. And I would just like sit in my closet and I would just like record vocals on that. And then I throw it in audacity and wouldn't even touch it. Like I would just like be like, this sounds perfect. And I'd ship it out. But um, yeah, it really all changed when Christmas came really. Um, I was grateful enough. My dad, you know, just, he knows when I get passionate about something that I'm pretty serious about it. So he saw that and he helped me out with some studio stuff. Like he got my microphone and my speakers and it just made a world of difference because I was just mixing on like regular headphones before and they were pretty good, but having those monitors really, really changed a lot. And I didn't really realize it until I got them. But yeah. Yeah. that's cool but it's cool to have a little setup as well like um when me and my wife we moved in march because we're saving up for to buy a house so we we moved in with my mum and stepdad and i went from having my own room 
to make music in. So literally having my music studio in my bedroom again, like when I was, mm. you know, younger. And it's a little more challenging. I really just miss having my own space to do it. Um, yeah, right. Because I don't know, I don't know about, about you, but I don't like anyone being around me when I'm making music. I just, I'm like, I'm locked in. I can't have any distractions. If someone's there, like, if my wife's like chilling on the so on the bed watching TV, and I'm there yeah. making beats, that even though she's not doing anything, that just like distracts me, and I need no, I I get distracted really easy. So when I'm driving, like I gotta real concentrate because I see something. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, I gotta real concentrate. <laughs> Four lanes over. Yeah. So I I really envy you've got your own room. And don't get yeah. me wrong, I'm gonna we're gonna buy a house. You know, in the next six months so i'm gonna have my own epic space and i'm gonna build it awesome i'm gonna build an epic studio but uh it's really cool that you got your own space you can just lock in and are you putting in a lot of time to make music or is it more or some days i'm not or is it like is it a daily grind so honestly with me my uh my inspiration peaks and just drops like no one's business so there'll be like weeks out of the month that I'm locked in. Like I'm writing every single night. I'm trying to, you know, get songs going. I'm trying to learn about marketing and stuff like that. And then there's other weeks where it's just, you don't really touch, touch a pen. You don't really touch your phone. Don't listen to beats. Don't do anything. And I feel like that's normal for a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people do go up and down with inspiration and stuff. I just think the big thing that I've been trying to work on is just creating, even when you don't feel like creating, just write something, make something, because mm. ultimately pushing through that little barrier is just going to make you that much better in the end. So, definitely. yeah, I give a decent time to it, but definitely not as much as I would like, like especially with this new setup. Like if I could just live down here or just like live in a little box and just make music i'd be happy like, that's cool that's don't need cool. anything too fancy hmm. have you got um obviously you've just you've mentioned you've got a new song coming but do you have uh any any others in the pipeline that you've got nearly ready that you're ready to release or you know is there potential for an ep or an album or anything like that or what's your plan so right now i have I have one song fully mixed and ready to go. And I have probably like nine or 10 that I just have to really just record and mix that are ready to rock. But um, that's one thing I've been trying, I've been kind of conflicted on. I don't know if I want to release each song individually and try to do more content with it instead of just like dropping like, you know, four songs together and then just having it sit like that I'm kind of thinking I'm leaning more towards I'll drop like one single and I'll try to create a lot of content around it and try to keep it up for a little bit and then drop another single and then do the same thing so I'm kind of constantly hitting these little peaks but yeah that's something I'm just got to figure out in time to just how I want to release all the content that I do have and that's just gonna come with doing it messing up yeah. a couple times figuring it out so. I think making a lot of content just really helps regardless of whatever. So I think if you just released all the songs as singles, I think that would 
that'd be sick as well because you you know you get a lot yeah. of traction on your songs already from what I've seen. So if you just kept popping singles and having a shit ton of content around that, I could totally yeah. see it. I could totally see um, it growing huge as well. But what, what would you say, you know, sort of your five year plan is, I know it's often a hard question to answer, but five years time, what would you, what would you see yourself doing? So in five years, um, honestly still making music. Um, I don't know exactly if I'll be in the position I hope and pray I'll be in the position where I don't have to work a day job or anything mm. where honestly, if I just make enough money to live off of music, I'll be happy. Like I don't need to be like a millionaire or anything. Like as long as I'm just not going to a job that, you know, no one wants to go to their day job, but as long as I'm just making music for a living, I'll be happy. Honestly, you'd sacrifice having the golden diamond chains and things like that just to just to make ends meet I'd... yeah i don't really i don't really rock with like necklaces i feel like i wouldn't look good with a necklace anyway yeah. so it's like that's the same with me like I I see, my money. you know you go to all these like clothing stores you just see the models the mannequins were like necklaces on you try one on yourself you're just like nah doesn't suit me <laughs> just, just yeah me. right like <laughs> I know in my head sometimes I'll, I'll think I look better with something than I actually do. And then I'll see like a picture and I'm like, dude, I'm such a dork. Like, why would I even think about putting that on? Yeah. Uh, it's totally true. It's totally true. But um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, you know, the clothes I wear, I'm not really into like buying expensive clothes. Cause like maybe I did when I was a bit younger, but usually like I'm wearing like a black t-shirt, jeans, trainers. I don't really like, stress out about it. I'm, it's quite boring really but um sometimes i'm like i'd rather spend the money on better plugins or a, a new vst exactly. if i'd rather drop 80 80 pounds or dollars on on a plugin than like a t-shirt that you could get for 10 bucks but it's 80 bucks it's got a logo on right i, I, I just I never know. understood that like yeah. like i got this this shirt i don't know if, i don't know if you play mortal Kombat at all but I got this from my man. His name's Jesse. And it was just like the little things. This makes me tick. Like Noob Saiba, I don't know if you know him, but he's he's my main in that game. And it's like I'd rather rock a shirt that's just like got a cool graphic on it or something than like a shirt with a Gucci logo. Like, mm. I don't know. I feel like that's so overplayed nowadays. Like, I don't yeah. know. I just don't get it at all. It just makes no sense to me. Is your hat like a, a merch hat? It's got a TK in it for Triton K. It's pretty cool. So, I don't know if you can see it that well in the video, but Is I that drew a the logo. Yeah. I drew the logo. Um, I was hanging out with my girlfriend and her brother, and I was just messing around, and I just drew it, and I ended up going on Fiverr and seeing if anyone could kind of make it come into – because I don't really know anything about like graphic design or anything but yeah I got a logo so I was like I gotta get something like I'm more of a hat guy than anything so they're not for sale right now hopefully in the future I'll have some some more merch stuff but nice. right now it's time just for me to sport and just be happy about it yeah that's cool because I got my Battle Beats t-shirt and uh Sometimes I wear it in my videos, and I've had a lot of people message me saying, "Dude, you need to get merch." It's like, yeah, I just don't feel like I'm like 
big enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've, I, it's like I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, man. I, yeah, no, I'm a real successful producer. I've got 1K followers on Instagram. I'm killing the game, man. Killing the game. I've got a merch line, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm full of myself and I'm just killing it. Buy my merch, you know. It's just like no, man. I just, you know, maybe if I've got like, if I'm a little bit more successful, I'll probably sell merch. But right now. I mean, I made some on Teespring because this guy wanted to buy some. And that's t- totally cool. It took me like five minutes. So you can yeah. buy Battle Beats merch, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, just, I don't know how I feel about it. But I have my own Battle Beats t-shirt for videos. And uh, I could buy a really cool branded cap for £40, which is probably yeah. about, I don't know how, what nine dollars is, about 50, 55 bucks. Uh, and it would look sick, but um, I just oh, I don't know if I'm ready to just drop that much on a cap just to yeah, wear it. Right. But yours looks absolutely sick. Yeah, I was super hyped. Like, mine wasn't even, like, really that expensive. Like, it was, like, around, like, 20 bucks. And I was like, what else am I going to spend $20 on? I'll probably spend it on, like, food for the night. Like, I'd rather mm. just get a cool hat. Because then when you're wearing it out in public, you're just like, I feel cool because I know I know what it is. Yeah, but yeah. I, I know no one else knows, but you know, what you should get for me. on the back, you should get one of those QR codes that then just links onto your music. That'd be dope. That'd be That'd sick. Be that is actually just a, a, a million dollar idea that I've just come up with. Honestly, I would end this call right now and go batting that. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure someone's done that. I'm sure someone's done that. But no, that's really cool, man. So you've got your new music dropping. Where can people check you out? Because I think we're just gonna we're gonna wrap it up because we've been we've been chatting some good talk. So um, you can check it out on any streaming platform. Um, just type in Triton. Dot K T R I T O N period K, and it should pop right up. You'll see me holding my hood up, but um. Yeah, you can check me out on Instagram. Same thing, Triton.K Music. So, yeah, it should be everywhere when it drops. Happy days. And you've got some really good music. Back with a, a Wrath is on my B, and I love that song as well. So go check that one out, guys. Um, but, man, it's been a pleasure having you on. And this is going to be dropping me. Friday, so uh, people are going to hear it this week and let's get it shared let's get people knowing triton k because you're really really talented and let us know in the comments who you'd like me to have as a guest because i'm running out of people i can think of uh to have on so if anyone knows anyone let me know uh, but yeah this is the beats and bars podcast have a good day thank you for listening to the beats and bars podcast i'm your host battle beats see you next week it's battle beats.